Hello. Hi. This is Melissa. And this is Kat. Look, I'm I'm real happy. I just had uh, crab cakes, mm-hmm. imitation crab, mm-hmm. vegetarian style, and they were bussin' bussin'. She's just wearing sunglasses inside. I mean, my window's open. <laughs> the sun is shining. Thank you very much so true. for being rude. <laughs> so true. What if these were transitions and they... They're not. And they... I know they're not. <laughs> You're wearing contacts. You're not even wearing your glasses. What if I'm hungover? You're not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I also got a sodi. We need to buy sodis before we record again. That's yeah. A, we lost our tradition. Mm-hmm. We lost it. We lost it in the we fog. We lost momentum. <laughs> Lost it in the fog. We're so back. <laughs> so fucking back. Ah, uh, uh. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, oh. Some crispy sodi ASMR. You're so welcome. That was so it's nice, actually. Clipping that. <laughs> I'm adding it to the intro. <laughs> Every time it's just me. <laughs> That's how our intro starts now. I'm taking out the horns and I'm adding in cats just being her soda. <laughs> Perfect. Anyway, what are you drinking? I have an orange vanilla Coke and it's not that great. Not gonna lie. It's not Coke enough, you said, right? It's not Coke enough. I should have done half and half. It tastes kind of just like creamsicle, mm-hmm. which is good, but mm-hmm. it's not what I wanted. I got cherry Dr. P, which slaps. Yeah. Can't you can't do wrong. I almost got cherry vanilla, but sometimes the vanilla is a little bit much. Yeah, and then that little guy comes out and starts singing to you, so you don't want to. What's his that. name? Lil. I think it's like it Lil, Lil something. Lil P or something. <laughs> it's not Lil P. <laughs> I hope it's not Lil P. No, it's like <laughs> something really stupid. Is it like Lil Spicy or something like that? Something really stupid. Hold on. Now I gotta know. Uh, Lil Sweet. I was close. I said Lil Spicy. Lil Sweet. Yeah, he looks like a like a rock star. Um, he was apparently on American Idol. Oh, really? Oh, sweet angel. Now he's the Dr. Pepper guy. I'm sure he makes good money. He was in like Super Bowl commercials and stuff. If you showed me this man outside of what he looks like as sweet, I would, I would literally not be able to tell you that that's him. Makeup does wonders. Oh, he's cute. Like, look at the photo here and then his his IRL name. Justin Guarini. These are not the same person. Okay. First of all, they whitewashed him. What a little... He's cute. Justin, come on the pod. His skin is incredible and his hair is really pretty. Anyway. He does not drink Dr. Pepper. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the sweet thing. Isn't that his, what he says? I don't know. Sure. Anyway, that's all I got. We're almost to HHN, you guys. We're so close. We're almost there. We're almost there and then I won't be depressed anymore because I'll have horror nights. Yeehaw. If you're going, let us know. We usually see some of you out, out there in the streets. One of our friends, No Line, sent us a photo of somebody in the Universal Team Member parking lot with our magnet <laughs> on their car. We have a UOTM <laughs> in the building. Yeah. I'm sure there's more than one. She but we love to you. Me. Oh she my was God. like, I just saw this and screamed, and my husband looked at me <gasps> like I lost my mind. Oh my God. I feel like we have, was it, I wonder which one it was. It was the dragon one. Aww. She sent me a photo of it. So it was a patron. Oh my God. We love you. Yeah. I wonder who you. it is. I don't know. Which one of you is a universal team member? I'm holding up a finger gun right. at you. <laughs> Tell me who it is. That's so awesome. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I love you. <laughs> it makes me so happy. I love the dragons, the magnet. That one's my favorite. It's really cute. Not the one with our faces on it. I was looking at our uh, uh, logo the other day. 
um, because I was, you know, sending some stuff in for our our Patreon merch boxes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, these women, who are they? Who are they? But they have to stay. Like, we can't ever change our logo. That was us in 2019. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I have purple hair. My hair's not even straight. Yeah, your hair is, like, curly and you've got the cute, like, rocker bangs. Yeah. And it's, like, red, red. That's us in our, like, that's our, like, um... That's our like Charmander form, you know, like <laughs> yeah. we haven't evolved yet. Is Charmander the first one? I don't even know. There's Charizard, right. Charmander. Charizard's the big one. I don't know. I don't know why I'm acting like I know what Pokemons are. I say Squirtle. That's the first one for the water. I don't know Squirtle's second one though. Exactly. Squirtle and then what? Squirtonymous? <laughs> I don't know his. Squirt- I don't know his. Wait, wait, what's um Mew and then Mewtwo? There Pikachu we go. Pikachu and Raichu. If you held a gun to my head <laughs> and said, "What is Pikachu's Pikachu second? Do you know what Eevee's form? is? It's a trick question. Eevee can evolve into any of the oh, really? any of the Pokemon types. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyway, this is a Pokemon podcast. <laughs> I only know like the OGs. I don't know any of the new shit um fairy I, type is so cute though yeah i don't i know charizard and charmander i don't know which one is which i'm Charmander's sorry the little one charizard's okay. the big one so i had it right mm-hmm. i fucking i know pokemon but isn't there one after that gotta catch them all yeah but i don't i can't even begin to guess i'm diglett charlazar you're probably like mew honestly i like eevee <laughs> my favorite you're so tiny and cute and powerful eevee's tiny and cute that's true but eevee i feel like any dude you know I feel like you're like Tokapri. Oh, that sings, gets angry you're that Mr. everybody Mime. ignored me. You're Mr. Mime. And then I write on everybody's faces. Or what's the, um, what's the drag one? That's what on I want to be. Oh, I know what you mean. The one that looks like Nicki Minaj. That was not a sentence. <laughs> the one that looks like Nicki Minaj, but you're like, Nicki Minaj? I got so excited. <laughs> I got so excited. It's um, like, um... I was gonna say jigsaw, but that's a that's the most scary that's guy. Saw. It does I'm look like bicycle. Jigsaw is <laughs> a poke. You throw your Pokemon, he comes out on his little tricycle. You want to play a game? And oh, you're just like, man. what the fuck? That is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know like any of the fucking Pokemon. There's so many like different. I'm I just named as many as I did. Honestly, there's so many um, like new ones. Yeah. When we were kids, there was like a hundred, a hundred and fifty, or something like that. Now there's like seven hundred. Yeah, it's and they're crazy. all just hanging out on those little balls, like waiting for, waiting for battle. Listen, we've all been there. We all used to just hang That's out so in true. little balls. We all used to be Pokemon hanging out in little balls, swimming around, hoping for the best. When am I gonna get called? When is it my time to go into battle? All right. That's so crazy to think. Yeah, like. You were the best sperm. They really <laughs> fucked that up. <laughs> Those other ones must have been real slow and stupid because if I won, shit. That's actually like really sad. Whenever you're having a bad day, just think, I, I am was the, the best and sperm. fastest sperm. <laughs> I am the best. No one in that ball sack was better than me. That's crazy. Anyway, you saying that right now with your, with your sunglasses on, she just goes, that's crazy. I forgot I had them on, <laughs> the I'm not going to lie. Sending me. Anyway, I guess we should um, get into the movie because that's what this podcast is about. Know, this is not been a about, good time. It's not about Pokemon. I'm just this gonna, is why we need I'm the Sony I'm just going to start pop. showing you Pokemon and then you're going to start naming them. This is why we need the Sony Pop. This is why we need it. Absolutely. 
tragical. <laughs> so this time. We're here to tell you why. Nomeo and Juliet. Is tragical. So, you know, this isn't like technically a Disney movie, but it is. It is. Because it was released by Touchstone and uh, Disney owns Touchstone. So I don't want to fucking hear it. Disney made money off of this movie. Therefore, it's a Disney movie. It's on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. It's G-rated. You could watch it with your infants. Um, your infants. I don't know. I don't know what the ratings are. Because like PG is parental guidance. So mm-hmm. you don't need any guidance to watch this movie. You can leave your two-year-old alone to watch this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they will not become a murderer, serial killer mm-hmm. if they watch this alone. Mm-hmm. What? What parental guidance? What the fuck does that even mean? I think even, I don't know, because I was going to say even like kissing, but they kissed in this. So spoiler alert. (laughs) There is kissing, you guys. I wonder what makes a movie. Isn't it usually like when it shows like tobacco depiction? There are very few G movies. There are like, there are so few. There are like barely any. And I'm sure it just gets worse with time. Yeah. You need parental guidance. (laughs) But what's the difference if your parent watches with you or not? That's so lame. Just let the movie come out. Yeah, the amount of movies that I watched alone that, like, I shouldn't have. like Right. Like, what? I know that... I think Princess and the Frog is G-rated. I'm thinking of all the movies we could watch. Because when we were in Cubs... Okay, wait. Was Princess it? and the Frog is G-rated? That yes. voodoo shit is scary. I'm pretty sure. Child? I could be wrong. I'll fact check it. Because I remember when we... When I worked in Cubs Den at Disney and uh, Lilo's Playhouse at Polly, we could only watch G-rated movies. And I remember watching Princess and the Frog and Nomeo and Juliet like a lot. Uh, Sleeping Beauty is another one. There's murder. So yeah, what constitutes... I don't know, Bestie. I don't know. It is rated G. Okay. So those are Princess Diaries. That was another one we would watch. Tangled is PG. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But Moana is PG. There was very few. We had very little options. That's why I've seen this movie so many times because it was like 10 movies we could I watch. I wonder if like the pair, like the constitutes, like that rating changes over the years too because like. I don't know. Because like The Little Mermaid is rated G. There's a whole penis castle in that that's, one. That's uh, right. <laughs> you almost see her vagina. Uh, you can see King Train's nipples. That's fucking. That's nudity. So inappropriate. My kids are going to watch, like, they could watch Saw if they want. That's fine. We yeah, watch I, Saw. I couldn't care less. No parental guidance I needed. turned out just fine. <laughs> yeah, this shit. <laughs> I was watching The Ring at the age of, like, seven. seven. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that really early on. Well, if you were seven, I mean, that was five. So yeah. Sick. Slay. That's why I'm fucked up. We watched Twister in preschool. <laughs> Look at us now. <laughs> it's probably rated G. I'm sure it's. No, they cuss a lot. They cuss they a lot. They that. Yeah. I think if you have like two fucks, it's rated R. <laughs> if like you have like one fuck, it's PG thirteen. I'm making stuff up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're Let making our own parameters <laughs> for. I mean, honestly though, they're just throwing it G's out willy nilly. So throw some G's on them. I wish they would. This is really random, but uh, we were talking about in Cheetah Girls. <laughs> cheetah spots are actually like like what we call cheetah print is actually leopard print. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I think one of them's like closed and one of them's like open. Cheetahs literally just have spots. Oh no way. No cheetahs just have spots they're no they're not rings at all that's so interesting favorite animal so clearly i pay a lot of attention (laughs) clearly i'm so aware yeah so when you say cheetah print it's just spots Mm. don't be ignorant like us 
be smart. Now we none of us have an excuse. And if somebody says, you know, blah, 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 cheetah print, you can say insufferably. Um, actually, that's <laughs> leopard print because cheetahs just have spots. Push up your glasses and hold up one finger. Um, actually. Yeah. Say it just like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, actually, I happen to know that. Just say it like I that. I learned from a podcast. <laughs> This is the insufferable this podcast. Is an educational person. podcast. I think so. Sometimes I'll say that. Oh, yeah, I heard it on a podcast, and people are like, "What podcast?" And I'm like, "I'm embarrassed to say." <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> Somebody the other day, um, in my friend's Twitch chat, I was talking about one of our really horrible ex roommates and all their lies, and someone was like, "You should have a podcast." And <laughs> my friend was always like, "Actually, she does have a podcast, but it's about Disney movies." And I was like. Slay. I'm sure we've talked about said roommate <laughs> before. We could honestly like probably do a whole podcast on that one roommate. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I have some fun facts for you. I can't wait. I have a lot. I'm so sorry. I, I, I love them. I love this movie so much. I just love fun facts. And the fun facts were really fun. I love that. Um. I just want to start by saying that the soundtrack is composed by uh, the executive producer of this movie. Also, Sir Elton John. Slay. So my king, I love him so much. Literally best music on earth. Um, fun fact, bouncing off of your fun fact. Actually, I'm doing the fun facts. <laughs> Elton John. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Elton John has a song with Fall Out Boy and they kept having like random people show up in their um concerts. And I literally told Melissa, I was like, what if Elton John just shows up to our concert? I think he's tired, probably. <laughs> he just finished his final tour. Like it was like he literally said, he's like, yeah. this is my final one. I'm never touring it. But I was like, but but what if? That'd be so crazy. I would have cried. They're overseas now. If they get Elton John, I would actually kill myself. (laughs) They got Travi out of the woodworks over here. I know. And William Beckett. They're out here slaying. We got nothing. Anyway, moving on. You can continue with your fun facts. I just want to talk about Fall Boy again. If that happens, I'll I'll cry. Mm -hmm. I'll watch it and I'll cry. The name of the pink flamingo is Featherstone. And this is a homage to the creator of the original pink flamingo lawn ornament, Don Featherstone. I love that. Apparently, like, if you find a, a... like a feather Original stone. Featherstone. Like it's like a big fucking deal. Lawn people. I've watched a whole YouTube video on like garden gnomes and like people like go fucking the, ham for those. These things. are these people. This movie is about those people. I'm obsessed. With, I'm so ready. I want a house like that. I would love to do that. With like crazy like gnomes. a quirky house. Okay, but no, but there's like specific like gnome types and like artists and stuff that people like go crazy over. That's insane. <laughs> I have a gnome. He's from Ikea though. <laughs> Okay, so there are numerous ref. I'm so sorry, guys. The soda's really hitting. I'm super excited. I'm super pumped. There are numerous references to William Shakespeare's works throughout the movie. For instance, the house numbers are 2B and not 2B. Mm-hmm. That one's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, That's how yeah. the movie It's opens like crossed up. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so obviously that one's based off Hamlet. Oh, it is? Yeah, dog. Um, the moving truck is from Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Those are named after Hamlet's two college friends who visit him at court. Nanette says at one point, Nanette's the frog that's friends with Juliet. Nanette says, good night, sweet prince, to Nomeo when she kicks Nomeo out of the red yard, which is what Horatio says to Prince Hamlet when mm-hmm. he dies. Most of these are from Hamlet. There is Tempest Teapots, mm-hmm. the Tempest Teapot company truck. I noticed that one. There's a Midsummer's Night's Dream reference. The flower, which Nomeo and Juliet fight, is referred to as a Cupid's flower, which is what Puck applied to the eyes of sleepers to make them fall in love. Those are my favorites, Midsummer And and when they glue Juliet to her pedestal, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> the name of the glue is the taming of the glue. Instead of the taming of the shrew? Yeah. That's funny. I didn't notice that. There's also the moving truck in the movie. The license plate is 5H4 
K5PR, which is like very loosely Shakespeare. <laughs> like if you, you get it, you get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like the five is an, an S. That's so um, funny. So it's very, very loosely Shakespeare, but it's Shakespeare. <laughs> There's also some other movie references that are not Shakespeare. Shakespeare related. So one of them is in the scene where Tybalt's. Uh, was smashed. Um, sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> we should really do these at the end <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> but it's so fun to yeah. start off with them. Okay, so in the scene where Tybalt was smashed, Fawn looks around saying, Tybalt, Tybalt. And a gnome says, Tybalt can't be with us anymore, which is what they say in Bambi. That's what oh, they say about Bambi's mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one's cute, right? <laughs> we love yeah, when Bambi's mom so dies. so cute. We love when Bambi's mom gets fucking murdered. It's my favorite part. This one's part. pretty obvious. Uh, Featherstone, the flamingo says, I may not be a smart bird, but I know what love is. Obviously, Forrest Gump. They came out the year I was born. I don't know why I know that. When Juliet is being serenaded by Paris, Nanette dreams that she is singing to her. She fantasizes about being in a pile of rose petals with petals covering her modesty. Uh-huh. And this is a homage to the famous fantasy scene in American Beauty. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I was trying to figure out why she was covering <laughs> yeah, nipples her. when she doesn't have nipples right. or a <laughs> vagina in that way. But they were uh, copying movies. They copied a lot of movies, actually. There was some other ones too these are just the ones that i pulled there are two gnomes that are stuck together and when they try to split up uh they can't because their gnomes glued to the same pedestal and one of them says i wish i could quit you which is a reference to brokeback mountain oh my god one of the best movies of our time damn that's funny those are just some of there were other ones too oh, from I'm movies sure. that i like didn't even know this whole movie is a meme <laughs> this movie is a meme it's yeah. so funny i love it i love it so much so in 2011 the big disney animated release was supposed to be mars needs moms um we all know how that turned out mm-hmm. it was a bomb it totally bombed and this movie easily outperformed it becoming a sleeper hit for touchstone pictures which is a subsidiary of disney touchstone pictures Okay, let me see if you can guess this. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe you can't. I don't know. <laughs> I know nothing. So this is Touchstone's first animated release since a movie that is also de- technically considered Disney. Anastasia? No. It's like actually Disney. Uh, it's a huge one. It's a third. Halloween movie. Oh, ho- it's a big Nightmare one. Nightmare Before Christmas? I was going to say Fern Gully. <laughs> and then you said Halloween. I was like, nope. Yeah, this is Touchstone Pictures' first anim- animated release since Nightmare Before Christmas, 1993. I didn't even realize that that one was a Touchstone. Mm-hmm. Dang. So not only does this movie have Elton John all the fuck over it, he pissed all over this he, movie. He did. There is also Sir Michael Caine, mm-hmm. who we love. Mm-hmm. Sir Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. who we love. sirs. Dame Maggie Smith. And Dame Julie Walters. Dang, Aww. everyone is... Everyone's just knighted. Great, great cast. Also Dolly Parton. <laughs> she hasn't been knighted yet. She, she wasn't knighted. I don't think she's she going to. be, but... <laughs> yeah, the cast is crazy in this movie. Yeah, for like, what? <laughs> you know what I, I know, mean? Like, so who good. Can, who, it had to have been Ellen John that convinced all yeah. these people to be in it. He said, I'm making a movie about gnomes that's based off Romeo and Juliet. You want to be in it? And, and everyone said, said bet. We'll see you there. I'm in. So, I don't even need to read this. I mean, also... <laughs> Recording lines are really not that hard. Yeah. A conversation occurs between Bill Shakespeare. Why does it say Bill? <laughs> I just realized that's his nickname. Old I Billy Shakespeare. I didn't know that we knew him well enough to Billy call him Shakes. Bill. <laughs> Billy Shakespeare. 
sakes. A conversation occurs between William Shakespeare, which is voiced by Sir Patrick Stewart, and Nomeo, who is voiced by James McAvoy. Stewart and McAvoy share a role as Professor Charles Xavier at different ages throughout the X-Men film franchise. Melissa literally looked at me and goes, he's talking to himself. (laughs) And I was like, bitch, what? And then I realized he was talking about the character they eventually play. Also, I love James McAvoy. I think he's so hot. He is very hot. I'm like obsessed with him. I concur. We don't agree on on much when it comes to men, but I would I would agree he's with that. He's very like strange looking, but like yeah. I don't know. He's just really good looking. Something about him. That's all the fun facts I have. We get them from the internet movie database. Bad it better days if you're nasty i questioned it <laughs> i was like wait is it better days <laughs> my brain we just say it wrong my brain time. is on uh sody <laughs> yeah but the, the cast of this movie is nuts. it is kind of insane so yeah james mcavoy is nomeo emily blunt is julia a fucking i queen. love her so much Lord Redbrick, Michael Caine, Lady Blueberry is Maggie Smith, Matt Lucas is Benny, Jason Statham is Tybalt. Like Jason Statham being in this is just so insane to me. More than anyone else. Osborne does the voice of Fawn, which is so, like, how did they even get him there? I don't know, dude. Julie Walters does the voice of Miss Montague, so she's got like two lines. Dolly Parton is Dolly Parton as a gnome. Deadass. (laughs) Yeah. And Hulk Hogan does the voice of the Terra Furminator, which is my favorite character in this movie. So the movie opens up. There's a little gnome, little gnome guy, and he announces the story of Nomeo and Juliet. Um, you know, in Fair Verona, two families alike in dignity, star-crossed lovers, blah, blah, blah. I don't know the whole thing. Damn, blah, blah. <laughs> Do you know it? I don't know. Not anymore. I know those seven words. <laughs> Out of order, I'm pretty sure... That was more than I knew. Oh, okay. So, um... Two families alike in dignity in Fair Verona, our scene takes place. I don't know it. I should learn it, and then I can just say it at parties. You should do the whole movie just like <laughs> like that, though. <laughs> like the little gnome doing the announcement? Okay. I just Star across lovers, <laughs> take their lives. I think that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just, I thought that was so great. What if I knew the whole, the whole fucking play? Like I said, I I don't know how it started, so you know more than me. And then there is a compilation of Elton John songs playing while- As there should be. We see uh, the stage of our beautiful movie, Two Houses. They are, they're like a- It's like a duplex. It's like a duplex, mm-hmm. yeah. One is 2B, one is not 2B. <laughs> Very it's confusing for the male person. And it just has like the red circle with like the line through it. <laughs> That poor mailman. It's pretty good. The two houses, one is red, one is blue. Uh, blue is the Montagues and red is the is Capulets. Capulet. And they have, these two houses have very elaborate gardens. Yeah, it's it's kind of bananas um, in like the best way possible. That's what I want my garden to look like that. There's like ponds, there's bird baths, there's, a there's toilet plants. with a tree growing out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's on the blue side. And then the other side... Uh, the Reds, they have like a sandcastle with a moat. Yeah. It's really tacky and really cute. Like yeah. none of it makes any sense. And it's so precious. Yeah, there's not like a theme no really theme. except for the color. The toilet can't be a theme. You know what I mean? I just want to know why there's a literal whole commode with a tree growing out of the tank. I don't I don't know what to tell you. I like, don't did know. they find it like that? Did they purposefully put a toilet in their backyard for something to grow out of? Like, I need to know the story behind the toilet. I don't need the Gnome and Juliet story. I need to know the story behind the toilet. The gnomes are going about their day now that they're humans. their owners. <laughs> their humans have left. The, the wind, what are those called? 
wind vanes what are those called yeah yeah wind vanes that, that doesn't sound right weather vane weather vane that's what they're called same thing <laughs> same shit so the weather vanes on the roof kind of like let everybody know that they're they've left for the day what is it? it's a blue pig and, and a, a red, red rooster. rooster yeah so they are everyone's partying you know there's a guy fishing there's a guy tanning his buns the one fishing makes me really sad he yeah. keeps like reeling in his little like fake fish and he's like i got one and then he puts it back in, and then he pulls it back up i got one and it's well i think it's more movie. the fish you feel bad for because he's never leaving yeah but the little gnome is so proud of himself and it's just the same fish well, he every did a time good job. He caught a fish. Smooth brain. <laughs> he does have no wrinkles. No brain, besties. <laughs> Ideas roll right off. <laughs> yeah. So we see Nomeo. He is a blue. He's got a blue hat and a blue vest and a chin beard. And he's the son of Lady Blueberry, the the main blue. He also has blonde hair. Blonde hair with the white beard. White beard. I'm pretty sure black eyebrows. It's it's really I hate whoever it. painted that gnome just didn't know what was happening. So that's Nomeo. Yeah, why is his beard white? <laughs> why are his eyebrows black? His, his eyebrows can blonde. be black and his hair blonde, but I need the beard to be blonde. There's a too. lot of colors happening. Yeah, Nomeo is going to race a lawnmower in the alley against uh, Tybalt from the Red Garden, and he's trying to sneak away from his mom, Lady Blueberry, and she's like, "Good luck with your race," because she knows where he's going and doesn't really care. I mean, it's pretty fucking loud. How would she not know? She's like, win for the family. Um, On the red side, Juliet is the gnome that sits on top of the castle. Totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just holding a rose up. Her dad doesn't want her to leave her pedestal. Dad is the main red. He's like the, the king red. And yeah, he doesn't want her to leave her pedestal because he says that she is delicate. Okay. I mean, she's made Anti-woman. of Anti-woman. Like- clay so mm-hmm. he's not he's not wrong she they're can, all made of clay true tibble's out here fucking racing he doesn't care about tibble hmm. tibble is juliet's cousin in the in the play yeah i don't i don't know if there's a relation really no they're just gnomes yeah. here juliet wants to explore to prove that she's not delicate and she sees a special orchid that's in a, an abandoned yard that's like a couple houses down and she wants to steal the the special orchid uh, to prove, one, that she's not delicate, but then also so that they'll have a better garden than the blues. That's a good plan. It is a good plan. Except she's not allowed to fucking go anywhere. So in the alleyway next to the houses, Nomeo and Tibble race their lawnmowers. It's actually kind of cute. They sit on the lawnmower and they're like pulling the cords. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it would logistically really work. No, but it's very cute. And they're racing to Saturday. But instead of saying Saturday... Saturday. they're saying no me go no me go and then tibble go tibble go and it's like it's pretty good <laughs> it's very silly so cute and all good. the gnomes are like cheering them on tibble wins by cheating because he's cheating mm-hmm. and then nomeo calls him out he's like you're a cheater 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 pumpkin eater yeah, nomeo ends up in the road and almost gets hit by a car so everyone leaves nomeo lost at thunder road Thunder Road. Thunder Alley. <laughs> Thunder Alley. Yeah. <laughs> Nomeo goes to the Red Garden that night to just destroy shit. Yeah, show him, show him what's up. That's what you get for cheating, bitch. Nomeo and his, his best friend's name is Benny. He's just a little He's guy. He's just a little guy. <laughs> With a really big hat. With a really big hat. He's so cute. Yeah, half of his body is his hat. <laughs> so they break into the Red Garden 
And while Nomeo and Benny are breaking into the Red Garden to... They're like going to spray paint shit, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the official plan was. Juliet is conversing with her friend, Nanette, who is a frog with a... She's a frog, like with a a pond. Like with a little spray (laughs) thing in her mouth. It moves around a but lot like and I really hate it. laps around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but, like that. And that's cool. She's she's a little crazy. She catches Juliet wanting to sneak out because Juliet wants to go steal the Cupid's orchid. And she's like, well, you can't leave in that. You have to wear a disguise. So she grabs her a sock and socks her. Yeah. She, the first one she gets is like a hot fucking A pink. rainbow sock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Juliet's like, um, have a something black. Thank you so much. Maybe I'll blend better. Yeah. So now Juliet is wearing a, a black sock slay and nomeo and benny cover themselves in like pond scum or dirt or some shit so that they are incognito also hiding who they are yeah so benny and nomeo are in the red garden which is like lasered up so dramatic these neighbors are wild yeah they don't trust each other at all benny sprays their wishing well uh with like a mean face on it he throws the spray can up in the air and it sets off one of the lasers and the lights come on tybalt and fawn and all their little gnome friends fawn is a uh like a deer yeah he's a, he's kind of cute and it's ozzy osborne <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's really funny actually because he looks so cute and then that voice comes on and you're like what is happening <laughs> so they are trying to find benny and nomeo so benny and nomeo have to escape Nomeo jumps over into the next yard um, with a pair of underwear as a parachute. It was also um, the Union Jack <laughs> on the on the underwear. Oh, was there? I <laughs> yeah. didn't notice that. Yeah, it was the Union Jack. <laughs> and Nomeo lands in the yard where Juliet is sneaking around trying to steal this flower. So he's like, I'm going to go check whatever the fuck that is out. And Nomeo crawls up on top of the greenhouse where the orchid is and he's about to grab it. But Juliet's also about to grab it. And they grab it at the same time. And they look into each other's eyes and they're madly, deeply in love instantly. Mm -hmm. But then Juliet falls inside the greenhouse. Yeah, they like flirt fight over the orchid. Yeah. I think Who's Your Nomi was said at one point. (laughs) the best line in the whole movie <laughs> after that you just turn it off you don't need to see anything else Who's that was it Nomi? yeah yeah so they do like a cute little like flirt fighting over the orchid they almost kiss they almost make out um <laughs> just two gnomes making it yeah and then they fall into a lake and nomeo's paint comes off and obviously juliet's sock falls off <laughs> and uh now they can see that they're red and blue womp womp no more late night makeouts so juliet runs away and nomeo chases her she runs into the alley and into tybalt who is by the way tybalt has like a sweet little flower painted on his little shirt yeah he's got like little like cherub cheeks like little like red but he's like cherub- he's such a dick and it's so cute <laughs> it's I pretty funny tybalt. he's looking for nomeo because you know he they ruined his garden and spray painted their well juliet goes back to her pedestal her it's not even a pedestal bro it's literally a fucking sandcastle the whole castle yeah like, they call it her pedestal and i'm like that's a sandcastle i mean she is all the way up on the top i guess but yeah <laughs> yeah and she doesn't have her orchid so she's talking to nanette and she's like uh i met a boy and nanette's like tell me everything and she's like he's a blue 
And she's like super pumped. And yeah. that's like a doomed love. Listen, this is the best. Nanette is me. Nanette is like, oh my God, enemies to lovers arc in this romance novel. That's my favorite trope. Let me tell you all about it. The drama. <laughs> she literally goes off. It's me. Nanette I is am living Nanette. for it. <laughs> Benny, who went back to the Blue Garden, he grabs their friend, Shroom. <laughs> Yeah, he's just a little mushroom, little blue I think mushroom his name guy. Is Shroom, maybe? I think it is. Um, he's just a little blue mushroom guy. But he's like he like sniffs like a dog. Yeah, he's basically their dog. And so he grabs Shroom so that they can go find Nomeo in the Red Garden. So there's he's like sniffing around like he's a dog, uh, looking for Nomeo. So Nomeo sneaking around the Red Garden, uh, looking for Juliet, and he is in the bushes and he catches Juliet monologuing about how she's never going to see Nomeo ever again. And obviously he overhears her and he's like hey and she's like you didn't hear any of that that was so embarrassing <laughs> he also accidentally like triggers the castle the sand castle has like a a light show <laughs> a full light show okay there's lasers there's palm trees there's strobe lights and it's singing the tiki room song yeah. in a tiki 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 room it's a sleigh juliet's dad lord Redbrick. he is coming over to chat with juliet so nomeo has to hide in the pond with the fish. So Julia has to distract her dad so that she can get Nomeo, you know, out of the pond so he doesn't have to stay there forever. Also, he keeps like coming up like he needs air. He does. Yeah, he's breathing. But he's a gnome. He's fine. Yeah. So Julia finally gets her dad to leave and Nomeo gives her the orchid and they like run to the fence. They like try to kiss through the fence, but they have big ass gnome hats. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they really can't. So and then like they show Nomeo's little body like hanging off of the back of the fence. He's at like the very top of the and fence. His and it's just is, his little legs. His, his head is stuck in the fence. So, so his arms funny. and his legs are just like hanging <laughs> down. And it's so fucking cute. It's so stupid. So Juliet lets him go and Nomeo goes back to his blue garden. Juliet goes back to her red garden with her orchid. But they do agree to meet up the next day. Hell yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. Star-crossed fucking lovers. Uh, so the next morning, the humans wake up and see the fucking like destruction that the gnomes did. Like, how do you explain that? And that's probably why they hate each other. Because, the, because gnomes. the gnomes. <laughs> yes. And then they're like, well, this old lady living next door to me fucked up my shit. Spray painted Spray my well. Spray painted my well. And then the old man next door to me fucked up my lawnmower. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Listen, the lawnmower is broken. So, so Miss Montague, the lady that actually lives in the house, mm -hmm. she goes to buy a new lawnmower on, you know, the, the World Wide Web. Mm -hmm. And so Benny and the little mushroom are peering in, watching her buy the, the new lawnmower. Yeah, because whatever lawnmower she buys, they're going to be using to race. So they want something like cool and fast. So there's like a regular lawnmower and then there's like a really super cool, fast, crazy lawnmower. Mm -hmm. And then there's the Terra Furminator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a crazy, insane lawnmower with like thrusters and It's not anything you would ever and... actually need, let alone for a tiny backyard in the suburbs. Like it's not not necessary and the ad for the terra firminator there's like fire blowing hulk hogan is the one that's announcing all the features of the terra firminator and don't you worry he does say brother in the commercial terra firminator yeah, yeah like echoes i love it the terra firminator is my favorite thing benny is fucking pumped for the terra firminator mind you the terra firminator is um like three thousand nine hundred and ninety nine pounds great 
which is a lot. Yeah, I don't think Miss Little Montague lady. has that much money. No. Um, she's going to order the Terraforminator and then decides on the kitty clippers. Instead, <laughs> yeah, which, which is like 32 And it's pounds. also a baby blue lawnmower in the shape of a cat. Yeah. And I want it. It's so cute. That's what I would get. Is there a pink option? Yeah. <laughs> so Benny's a little upset, but it's okay. Yeah, because now they're going to have to race in the kitty the clippers. Kitty clippers. It'll be fine. I think that's a sleigh. So Nomeo and Julia are getting ready to meet and there's a whole like scene of them like polishing up and like repainting. Their... They're like sprucing themselves up. Yeah, it's super cute. It is cute. I don't remember what song was playing. Do you? Ellen John probably. Uh, yeah, it was definitely an Ellen John song. Don't know which one. So they have this whole like montage of them getting <laughs> yeah. ready. Lord Redbrick, he grabs Juliet while she's trying to like sneak off to go, you know, hang out with Nomeo. He's like, hey, I want you to meet Paris. And she's like, I know Paris. <laughs> I <laughs> unfortunately so do know Paris. And Paris is just a sweet little guy. He's a little nerd. He, he wears glasses and he likes to play the piano and he's just a little dork. And Nanette, the frog lady, frog bitch, she frog distracts bitch. Paris. She's also... She's also kind of in, in love, love with, with Paris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Nanette distracts Paris while Juliet sneaks off to go meet Nomeo. Yeah. So they meet up back in the abandoned backyard. Uh, they find an old lawnmower that's been abandoned um, and they go to start it, but there's no gas. And apparently it's some like really cool old retro yeah. lawnmower and they're both like geeking out over it. And then <laughs> Nomeo's like got a hard on because fucking Juliet knows what kind of lawnmower it is. And he was like, my bitch knows lawnmowers. <laughs> that's so hot. But they can't get it started because obviously it has no gas. So they go into an old shed that's in the backyard to try and see if there's a gas canister in there. They hear a bunch of noises and voices and it's they get really scared and they leave and there's just a cute little a little one-legged lawn flamingo jim cummings yeah and he says he's been trapped in the shed for 20 years without his leg and they found his leg and they give it back to him so now he has both his little leggies again his little little metal sticks that you stick in the ground are his legs obviously so they find gas and they get the lawnmower ready to go also a lawnmower that had been sitting outside for 20 years I don't even Listen, think gas would help start it up. It's not going to run. No, I don't think so. Anyway, Julia gets on the mower and she makes a J plus G and a heart in the grass that's been overgrown for 20 years. Cute. Also, she's very excited because like she's used to everyone in her life telling her she's too delicate to do anything. And when she gets on the lawnmower at first, she thinks nobody is going to tell her to like get off because she can't do it. She's a lady. Yeah. And he's like, pop off, queen. She's like, damn, I'm in love. So they find some dandelions and they're going to make wishes. And Featherstone is trying to figure out how to uh, blow a dandelion because he's a... <laughs> plastic flamingo with a beak <laughs> and they lay in the grass and they hold hands and they're gonna meet the next day too doing love yeah so nomeo gets back to the blue garden and the toilet tree is gone <laughs> i also put it in my notes as the toilet tree and so the toilet tree has been shredded to pieces and removed from said toilet apparently it was like a very old tree that nomeo's, nomeo's dad planted dad it? planted it so the toilet was there previously? Empty with God, no I tree? <laughs> I don't want to know. I yeah. do want to know, unfortunately, but I don't think we're ever going to know. Uh, so Lady B is really sad um, and she wants to know where Nomeo was because he wasn't like protecting the tree. I guess that's his job. 
And of course he can't tell her where he was. He was just like, um, I was out doing nothing. Sorry, I wasn't here. Um, our whole life is over now. Back in the Red Garden, Juliet uh, listens to Paris play the piano. Yeah, he serenades her. Yeah, and she doesn't want to listen to it. Nanette is all about it, though. Nanette is living. N- Nanette is into it. So later that night, Juliet sees Nomeo sneaking into the Red Garden. She thinks that he's coming to see her, but he is going after their, their prized tulips in retaliation of the toiletry being wrecked. And so he almost bug bombs her because she steps in front of him um and then so he just leaves without doing anything and benny is like the fuck bro we were gonna bug bomb the tulips and he didn't do it and he says that the gun it's like a i don't even know like some kind of bug bomb gun um he said that it what is that called stuck yes sure it got stuck and he couldn't bug bomb them and then benny tries to use it and um he was lying it works fine Uh, so the next day um in the abandoned garden Nomeo and Juliet are obviously fighting uh, because Nomeo is now like the spearheader for the the war against the two of them. And Juliet is like, I don't understand why you come after us in blue. And Nomeo is like, y'all came after our toilet tree. My dad planted that. And Featherstone, the flamingo, is like, I'm just I'm just here to vibe. I thought we were having a really good time. And now you guys are fighting and I don't. I don't like it. Then they yell at Featherstone and tell him to go away. And he gets really sad and he goes back to his shed. It's really depressing. Yeah. So they go after Featherstone because he's their friend. And they see a bunch of photos of him and his long lost love, who was another pink (laughs) flamingo, flamingo. (laughs) uh, but with eyelashes. Mm -hmm. So we see a whole sad tale of their owner's getting together the flamingo parents <laughs> the flamingo, flamingo owners parents and they buy this house together and they have a beautiful greenhouse and a beautiful garden and then their love sours and the woman leaves her mans and she takes her flamingo just, with her i don't understand why she had to take the flamingo i know it's a, a story device here but um it wasn't really necessary Cause she didn't do anything with it, which we find out later. Sorry for the spoiler alert, but, but yeah. So Featherstone's just been in this shed for twenty years, legless and sad and alone, yeah, locked up. And he's like, "Your love is right here, and you guys could be fine." But instead, you're fighting some stupid, useless war over what? And they're like, "You are so right, bestie." Yeah. So Nomi was like, "Okay, um, you're so right. Why don't we just stay here in this abandoned yard and I think it's a great idea. live together instead of going back and being enemies." And I think that's the best idea they've ever had. I think it's so valid. Um, But Benny catches them. Yeah. They plant the orchid in their in their new garden, Mm -hmm. in their garden where there's no people living there. I think people would start to notice if they just spruced up that garden. Just a couple of gnomes fixing up a garden in an abandoned house. I mean, the freaking humans... Montague and Cappy haven't realized that their gnomes are the ones causing chaos. So very true. So, you yeah, th- you would think. Okay, so the one guy has lasers in his yard, but he doesn't have cameras to see that it's the fucking gnomes. No, right? Just lasers. Okay, great. Just lasers and um floodlights. Yeah, makes sense. So yes, Benny sees them together in the abandoned garden, and he goes to snitch. What a bad friend. Tybalt catches Benny. Mm-hmm. Trying to get back to the garden. And narc. And uh, Tibble cuts off Benny's hat. Which is like half of him. Yeah. And like he's a gnome. So now he's like a gnome without a hat. Gasp. So Nomeo sees this all happen and he goes to attack Tybalt. 
and they're fighting in the little alleyway in Thunder Alley. Tibble and Nomeo are fighting, and Tibble is on his lawnmower. Um, he tries to like scrape Nomeo's face on the ground and Nomeo throws him off. And then Nomeo sees that they're coming up to the brick wall that's at the end of the alley. And he's trying to tell Tybalt to slow down and Tybalt doesn't hear him. So Nomeo jumps off the lawnmower and then Tybalt um, slams into the wall with his lawnmower and he smashes to pieces. Rip Tybalt. And Fawn, his best friend, cries. I mean, okay, listen, I know it's like, you know, sad and all that he died, but he just like cut off Benny's hat. Yeah, that's fucked up. Pretty much decapitated. <laughs> Poor little Benny. Yeah, so now obviously all of the Reds want to, they want to kill Nomeo at this point. Yeah, they think an eye for an eye murdered Tibble when Tibble really murdered himself. So Nomeo has to run to the end of the alley. There's a lady running, like an actual human, <laughs> human person jogging. And she goes to turn the corner down the alley and all the gnomes are just like... <laughs> there. There, like in the alley, blocking the whole alley. It's so funny. Nomeo gets knocked into the street by like the like the wind of the cars whipping by and he almost gets hit by a car like six times but then it looks like he actually does get hit by a truck so now he's smashed so now both Tibble and Nomeo are smashed so Lady Blueberry is like super depressed and Benny's like damn I fucked up this is so stupid yeah and then Juliet tells her dad that she loved Nomeo um, and that he didn't kill Tibble and he forces her back to her pedestal and glues her feet down. Yeah, he super glues that bitch to the pedestal. What, like, who is that helping? Nobody. Okay, great. Nomeo is not dead. Um, <gasps> It was a teapot that fell out of a truck mm-hmm. that crashed to the ground. Just happened to be blue and looked like Nomeo. <laughs> I guess so. But a dog picks Nomeo up and tries to bury him in a yard, but Nomeo escapes And he's like in a construction site and then he gets knocked out of the construction site. And then a bunch of kids are playing with him in the park. Yeah, he gets real fucked up. Yeah, he's been he's been around town. (laughs) He's been through it. So now he's like far away from his home. Yeah, but um, Shroom can smell that Nomeo isn't dead. So Shroom goes to tell Benny that he's he's alive but no one believes him um so back in the red garden julia is really really depressed and sad because she just watched the love of her life um that she's known for three days die and she's glued to her pedestal so she decides that she's just gonna stay a gnome not an alive one just a garden gnome and <laughs> she's just gnoming it up holds her little flower up and just stands there and she says she's just gonna stay like that because she doesn't want to do anything else so benny who ignored shroom even though shroom was like yo your dude's Nomeo's still alive. alive. I think he just doesn't understand him because, I mean, Shroom doesn't talk, so. He also is like, yeah, just like not focused on him. He's not really yeah. paying attention. Because Benny has gathered all the little bunnies, the little stone bunnies. They're my favorite part of this fucking movie. They're so cute. And they are plotting their revenge on the Red Garden. They're like those little like one and a half inch little bunnies like that little, you put yeah, around stone, your, oh my God, they're so stinking cute. They are my favorite part of this whole movie. So little shroom is not giving up and he goes to find Featherstone in the abandoned garden. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> is it little Timmy in the well? Yeah. Is it a dog in the well? Is it, he like literally, Featherstone yeah. thinks somebody is in a well. Right. Which is obviously from Lassie. Yeah. 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 But that's been done a million times. <laughs> yeah. For real. 
So yeah, so Shroom and Featherstone go to look for Nomeo. Benny breaks into the Montague house and buys the Terra Ferminator with one hour shipping. Okay, so not only <laughs> is it like really expensive, um, he just paid for one hour shipping. This poor old lady. Yeah, her credit card is fucking maxed. Maxed out. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised she even had that much credit line. <laughs> right. Benny... When he does this little like tippity tappy on the keyboard, it's to Benny and the Jets. It's so cute. It is really cute. It's so cute. Benny. Benny. Just reminds me of a middle school teacher. He used to sing it to a student every day whose name was Ben. Ms. Murphy used to do that. Ms. Murphy used to sing Sweet Melissa to me all the time. (laughs) I hated her. (laughs) No. Loved that woman. I don't think she liked me very much either. We did not get along. That checks out. Anyway, Nomeo is in the park. He that's, This is when he talks to a statue of William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare is basically just like, yeah, this story does not end well. Yeah, he's like, this story you're telling me sounds oddly familiar. He's like, maybe don't go home. Yeah, um... You both die at the end of this. I want you to know. And, and Nomi was like, mm, I rebuke that. Thank you so much for your for your contribution. But I don't claim that energy. Yeah. Shakespeare's like, don't just stay here in the park forever with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Featherstone and Shroom find Nomeo and they all head back to the garden okay, against they, the wishes of William Shakespeare. Because they're like, hey, Juliet's in trouble. And Shakespeare says, she's already dead. <laughs> don't do it. You're you're gonna die too the shakespeare statue's like i i wouldn't uh yeah you live gonna, your life but but you're not gonna live so benny gets the terra firminator uh with the one hour shipping and he gets on that bitch and crashes through the gate not even the gate like the fucking just the whole fence the whole fence into the red garden and just starts mowing over everything destroying everything mm-hmm. uh, he also breaks back through the other he loses control side. yeah it's too big it's he can't tiny handle. little Benny, and then he accidentally destroys the blue garden too. Yeah, he destroys everything so, on both sides. Yeah, and then it's just a raging battle breaks out between all of the gnomes. Yeah. The Dolly Parton gnome is riding a little, <laughs> riding an alligator, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like one of those alligators where it's just like the head and the back, but it looks like it's like coming out of the water. The reds are throwing tomatoes, and the blues are throwing blueberries. Of course, so it's like they're covered in paint, even though neither of those would really be that. That colorful <laughs> if you threw them right pandemonium uh nomeo rides featherstone all the way home and when he gets back he falls into the pond by where juliet's tiki room sandcastle is and the terra firminator has a mind of its fucking own now yeah like wakes up and chooses chaos and destruction yeah yeah so it's headed right for juliet's sandcastle pedestal <laughs> But she's glued to it. Yeah, she's she glued to the go. fucking thing. So Nomeo tries to jump up to help her and she's like, I'm glued. And he's like, well, I guess we're dying together. They just they just hold each other while the Terra Firminator crashes into the castle. And it literally blows up. Terra Firminator! Brother! <laughs> <laughs> so they're dead. Yeah, everyone um, is Shakespeare crying. was right. <laughs> they mm, died. Yeah, everyone's really sad on both sides um, thinking that Nomeo and Julia are smashed. Uh, Lady B and uh, Lord Red, they shake hands, whatever. (laughs) They shake hands and decide that their feud is um, ended because their fucking kids are dead. Like, what even was the feud to begin with? 
there was no reason for it. So whatever. Um, so they end the feud. But then Juliet's fountain starts to like sing uh, Tiki Room and all the lights start going off and they both crawl out of the wreckage. They made it. Oh my God, they live. And then they make out. Yeah. Oh, however gnomes do that. They kiss. They kiss. Capulet and Montague come home and it's chaos yeah like <laughs> let's just say you come home you somebody bought a four thousand dollar lawn mower on your credit card and then your lawn is destroyed with it like how do you explain <laughs> that i don't know ghosts like <laughs> what the fuck but the movie ends with everybody you know having a little little garden party to crocodile rock they do a little dancey dance everybody's there paris and annette are together they buy a a girl featherstone for featherstone but it's miss featherstone it's his actual girlfriend because she's in the same box that's what i was saying earlier like (laughs) the girlfriend put lady featherstone in a box and it just says fragile and then she put it in her moving truck and then just donated it and then she literally got delivered in the same box well, they're together again. Okay? I'm, I'm just saying, what was the point of her taking it just to be a dick to her ex-boyfriend? Anyway, um, Tibble is now like glued together and he's back, unfortunately. They have a little wedding for Nomeo and Juliet to be joined in holy matronomy. So stupid. <laughs> and they just do it. They do a little dance party and it's just so cute. Yeah, I guess like the two yards are like one yard now. There's no fence in between them. I guess. Well, Capulet and Montague. Benny fucking took it out with the terraforminators. Yeah, so. <laughs> so I guess they just decided to put everyone together. It's so cute. It I is love very this movie cute. so much. The end. It's the best. <laughs> Let's watch it again. I would right now. I know you would. Would you like to go first? Yes, okay. I would. I'm ready. I gave Nomeo and Juliet a 10 out of 10. Wow. I literally love this movie so much. I've probably seen it like a hundred times. It is literally one of my favorite movies of all time. I love Gnomes. They're great. I love that all the music is so good. There's so many good actors in it. There's so many good little quips and yes, it's just so cute. I fucking love Shakespeare so much. Like I just love everything about this movie. Nomeo and Juliet is my number eight. Wow. It is below Fantasia and above Holes. I love that for you. I fucking love this movie. I'd watch it every day. I'm not kidding. It's that doesn't so surprise good. me. It's so funny too because it's got music. <laughs> but yeah, they're but not like talking John, so it's fine. That's so true. Yeah, it's not like OG music or yeah. like musical music. That's true. Um, I gave Nomi and Julia a nine out of ten. I really do like it a lot. It is very cute, very fun. I like the yeah, like you said, like the musical montages and the cute little like references. Minus City at number forty nine. It's underneath Jungle Cruise live action, um, but above the Jungle Book. Are you ready to guess our next movie? Yes. Okay. It's a sequel question mark. It's it's more of a continuation of a story, I would say. And we have done the first one. <laughs> uh, there's six of the movies and they are based on loosely based on books that you read as a child. The main character is a side character in another movie and got their own like spinoff. We've done the first one. <laughs> and you hated it, I guess, which shocked me. I thought these were such good hints. <laughs> I can give you more. 
Do you want me to let you sit with those for a minute? I don't know if you'll guess which one it is specifically because I decided to do them in the order that they were released. It is one of your favorite characters when we were growing up. It's got to be like Pooh, but no. No. I one of your other know. favorite characters growing up. Is it a fucking Tinkerbell movie? <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> which one is it? Yes. If it's the Never Beast. No, I'm doing them in the order that they released. So Tinkerbell was the first one. Mm -hmm. This one has more Is to it do the one with her sister in it. No, that no, came that out like way later. Ones. It has to do more with humans than most of the other ones. I don't know. Tinkerbell and the Lost Treasure. <laughs> I, bitch, I don't, <laughs> never even heard of that. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of these movies. Okay. Can't wait to hate it. You probably will. The little kid in is, is kind of annoying. The one with the pirate? No, that's Pirate Fairy. What the fuck? The Lost Treasure? Yeah, it's never um, heard of it. Never heard of it. It's about like human items that like show up in Neverland and Tinkerbell um, fucking shit up and then having to like fix shit. Didn't we have enough Raven last week? Doesn't she do oh, one of their voices? She's Iridesa, isn't she? <laughs> I don't know. I think she is. She does one of their voices. I just voices. know Lucy Lewis Silvermist. And then um, Kristen Chenoweth is Rosetta, who's my favorite. Why do you hate me? <laughs> I love these movies. So I, j I just want to get to, the, I want to get I through them. hate So Tinkerbell. we can watch Pirate Fairy because Pirate Fairy is my favorite. But also eventually I do want to cry over Never Beast. I think I gave it like a six. Yeah, I gave Tinkerbell a six. It wasn't like terrible. It was just like not good. You roasted it in the episode. <laughs> so <laughs> I just want us to watch Never Beast and Pirate Fairy, but I want to do them in order. <laughs> so because they mentioned stuff. Never Beast is so fucking depressing. It really makes me like full sob. Why would we ever do that? <laughs> Eventually. Also, Pirate Fairy is just my favorite. Let's do Pirate Fairy. No, I want to do it in order. Why? We're doing it in order. Let's do Pirate Fairy. Nope, we're doing you Lost Treasure. You want to do Pirate Fairy. No. <laughs> Can we do a double feature? We can do a double feature. Let's just knock two of them out. I don't know. No, because then that's not the next one in order, though. I don't oh think. Oh, my God. Stop. How many are there? There's six. No. Yes. No. Hold on. I'll look. Tinkerbell. Lost Treasure. Uh, Great Fairy Rescue. Oh, that's the one with the annoying little girl, I think. Oh, good. No annoying little girl. And then the next one is Secret of the Wings, which is the one with her sister. That's where she has a sister. I know I've seen them all because I would watch them in Pirate again, Fairy and Never Beast came out in the same year. And that's why they're the best ones. They both are the last two that came out. So those are the last two out of five? Out of six. I mean, we can still do two. But it's not going to be either. Let's do Pirate Fairy. You want to do Pirate Fairy and it's so far away. You're being such a brat. Okay, fine. <laughs> no, I'm just saying we have to watch seven. We're going to watch Pirate Fairy in 2027. <laughs> fine. We'll do Tinkerbell and the Pirate Fairy. That's, is that what you want to do? We can go in order if you want. No, we can do Pirate Fairy. You've already bullied me into it. Don't take it back <laughs> now. Don't take it back now. I'm just saying, even if we do like two fucking, even <laughs> if you pick Tinkerbell, it's going to be like... If you pick a Tinkerbell movie for your next <laughs> six movies, we're not going to be able to watch it for like a year. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll do Tinkerbell and the Pirate Fairy. I think it's just called the Pirate Fairy, actually. Okay. Okay, great. Okay, I'm excited now. <laughs> so I talked you out of the other one. Yeah, the other one. I already forgot what it was I can called. already <laughs> tell you what happens. She finds a bunch of lost shit on the beach. <laughs> yeah, walk us away. Yeah. <laughs> At the beginning of next Tinkerbell episode. Tinkerbell fucks shit up. Oh, wait, I have seen that one yeah she fucks up a bunch of shit and then they're like do better because she doesn't want to she doesn't want to be whatever it is that her talent is 
Yeah. She, she doesn't want to be a tinker fairy. Yeah. Maybe I just remember reading the book. I don't know if I've actually seen the movie, but. Okay, great. I okay, like great. Fairy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do all the other ones. I'll wear my costume oh. while we record. Oh, okay. Oh, my wigs. It, oh, my wig and my costume are in storage. Darn. Mm. <laughs> oh, darn. Darn. I was really looking forward to that. <laughs> I don't even think it's going to fit me anymore. To be <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. 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 These opinions are our own and are no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The Tragical Podcast cover art is created by Johnny the Alchemist. The Tragical Intro was produced by Ja Reezy. Links to our social media and Patreon can be found on our website located in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. Tragical. <laughs> <laughs>